Hi friends, welcome to the Relationship 411 podcast. I'm Jennifer, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids, a podcaster, world traveler, Netflix watcher, yoga doer, fashion merchandiser, and an Instagrammer. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly your relationship with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you in this journey we call life. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. I'm so excited to be here. And this topic I think is very relevant for this week with it being Thanksgiving. And a lot of us are going to be seeing our family members, our extended family members. I know at our house, we have my daughter and son-in-law flew in from Virginia, are spending the week with us. My daughter has invited her boyfriend. My parents are probably coming. So grandma and grandpa, my brother will be there and maybe his two kids, not sure about that. And then as well as my boys. So a lot of family dynamics. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about is how to handle family dynamics during the holidays. And you can use this for any holiday, any occasion, any event. Recently, I'm in Jody Moore's faith-based coaching program right now. And so every week I'm coaching about 10 clients and so many people have issues with their mother-in-law, their sister-in-law, their brother-in-law. It is a big issue. And I'm a mother-in-law now. And so I, of course, really want to try hard that I don't project any of this onto my kids or my in-laws and show up in a way that I want to show up. So Just want to talk about this because I think it really affects people. And this girl that I coached, she was so sweet, but she's like, I just feel dread. And who wants to feel dread going into Thanksgiving? It's a time to feel grateful and love and all these good things. It's just a time of gratitude, in my opinion. But when you're going about it and you feel dread, it's really hard to feel grateful. Some things I thought of that could help you get through the holidays and have a, an amazing experience and maybe start changing your thoughts about the holidays are to set clear expectations. And I think if you're married, you need to talk about these with your spouse, especially if you're going to the in-laws. So whatever house you're going to, or if you're having people at your house, talk about your expectations and are they reasonable? Are you setting expectations that no one is going to live up to? If you're saying like, okay, no one can talk about religion or politics in my home, that is probably not a realistic expectation. However, you can, when it comes to this conversation or whatever, you can create atmosphere so that at dinner time, maybe you have questions that people can ask written out on the table and you create the conversation so you control what the conversation is, not in a controlling way, but in a positive way. Like you could have, you know, hey, grandpa, tell me about your childhood. What was your favorite Thanksgiving? Kind of lead and guide the conversation that way can really help. But anyways, setting clear expectation, who's cooking the food? What dish are they making? Who's bringing what? What happens if grandma brings the wrong thing. And are you going to get mad about that? Or are you just going to be flexible, go with the flow? What is a deal breaker? If things are a deal breaker, like you have to have the green bean casserole, maybe you choose to make that so you know for sure it's going to be there at Thanksgiving. So really talk about this. If you're going to someone else's house, what are your expectations of that? And I think 
setting the bar reasonably as opposed to, you know, not too low, but definitely not too high. You're going to have a much better experience. Also setting boundaries. So this girl that I had coached, she was really nervous because she just had a new baby and her family, when they got together, always wants to take the baby and kiss it and hug it and pass it around. And she was really nervous about this because it's cold and flu season. It's RSV for babies. She had really good reasons for not wanting her baby passed around, but for her not to show up or bring the baby, that would be hard. But I'm like, you need to set a boundary and let, and then tell the person that says, hey, let me hold your baby, as opposed to just saying no, say, you know what? These are my reasons why. I hope you can respect that and have your back. Be confident and know your reasons and your whys. So setting boundaries doesn't have to be hard. Or also, too, if you're going to someone's house and things start going south, you can say if these things or topics are discussed or if I'm feeling uncomfortable, you say, I'm going to stay for an hour and then I'm going to leave. And that's okay. You have to watch out for you. No one else is going to. So I think at dinner, especially if you're hosting it, just really plan ahead. What do you want it to look like? How do you want to show up? Who do you want to be? At this time, some of these people that you're getting together with, you might only see once a year. So, do you want them to see the best of you or the worst of you? Chances are you want them to see the best of you. So, how can you show up in that way? What are you going to have to be thinking? What are you going to have to be doing? I think preparing ahead of time for different things that you know. I mean, we all know that our Uncle Joe brings up politics every Thanksgiving. Okay, what happens when that happens? Are you going to get angry? Are you going to start fighting with him? We all know that our Aunt Betty is going to ask us why we're not married, why we didn't go on a mission, why did we get our ears pierced, why do you have a tattoo, all these questions. If these things are happening, already know, like, okay, I'm expecting these questions. This is what I'm going to say. And you can always say something very clear and very kind and direct. You don't have to be argumentative. You don't have to be mad. You can just say, you know, Aunt Betty, that's actually none of your business, but thank you so much for asking. So just really plan ahead. And it's going to take a little thought work and paying attention and becoming aware of what you're thinking and how you're feeling. But how do you want to feel? Chances are you do not want to feel dread or anxiety going to Thanksgiving dinner. You want to feel love or compassion or confidence. And so what are you going to have to be thinking to fill those things? A lot of times, if you're just at home and you're a mom with small kids and you're cooking Thanksgiving dinner, maybe lower your expectations with small children. They might not want to do all the things. They might not want to sit for hours and hours. You know, find, make sure you have a plan ahead for activities for them to do, for things to entertain them so you can talk to your brothers and sisters or your aunts and uncles or your grandparents. So remember your kids and make sure that they are entertained and have things to do. Sometimes I think we have traditions in our families that our mom or grandma says, no, this, we have to do this. This is a family tradition. Really think about that. Do you want to carry on that family tradition? Do you know that you can get rid of traditions if you want to? Just because your mom or grandma or someone has done something for 50 years does not mean that you have to continue that tradition. You might want to create your own traditions. Thanksgiving, many times in our family, we traveled, we went out to dinner, we did things that weren't maybe traditional, but we loved them. We just did whatever we wanted. 
And I just think that is very empowering and it helps you enjoy the holidays better. Maybe you don't have Thanksgiving with your extended family on Thanksgiving Day. Do you know you could have it on a different day? It doesn't have to be on that Thursday. Um, You can create your own traditions and get rid of the ones that you don't want. Stay empowered instead of being the victim. So many of these calls this week, people were the victim. Like, I have to do this. I don't have a choice. You always have a choice. And you're going to have a much better experience when you come from an empowered feeling and confidence as opposed to you feel like a victim. Because then you're feeling that I have to do this instead of I'm choosing to do this. You always have a choice. And when you think of it that way, that this is your choice, I'm choosing to go to my family or my in-laws house for Thanksgiving, and this is how I'm going to try to think and feel. No one's perfect. Sometimes someone is going to say something that's so irritating. You actually might have to leave and walk outside, go on a walk, do something. But to get in an argument with them is probably not the best choice. That's not going to create the feeling that you want and the experience that you want. So if someone is super irritating or says something you don't agree with, maybe just excuse yourself and go walk around the block. Already like think ahead of time what you're going to do. Really focus on the feelings and the thoughts about Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever family event is coming up. There might be people that are like, we go to the Nutcracker Ballet every year. And you're like, I hate ballet. I don't want to go. Have your back. Tell whoever is buying the tickets, you know, actually, I'm going to pass. And I would love to do something else with you. But this is not something that I want to do or participate in. You don't have to go to every single family event either. So choose the ones you want to go to. And it's sometimes if it's your in-laws, you might choose three events that you want to do for the year and let your spouse go to the rest. or You don't have to always go together to every event because I know I live in Utah. Sometimes people, they have like five events a month or two events a week and it's like too much. And so really respect your spouse and have that conversation and to see what's working for you. And it might be different when you have a baby versus when you have toddlers versus when you have teenagers. As your kids change, you might have to have the conversation many times throughout your marriage. But I just know that if you can focus on how you want to feel and create the emotion, you're going to have better thoughts and you're going to have a better experience and it's not going to be dread and you're not going to hate it and you're going to have a great experience and choose to have the experience as opposed to have to having the experience. So I hope this week you can use some of these tips and tricks to help you have a better holiday season. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. If you want more relationship tips, email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com so you can get on my email list. And also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at relationship411podcast. I promise to give you the 411 about relationships so you don't have to call 911 for yours.